Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker, this is Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. A very good afternoon and welcome to Talk Sport 2. This is Talk Wrestling with me, Will Gavin, and our wrestling czar, Alex McCarthy. And what a show Clash at the Castle proved to be. Stunning performances all round, a series of fantastic matches. And while maybe not the ending many of us hoped for or expected, some star-making turns in the mix as well. Coming up on this show over the next hour, due to the fact that Al is still making his way back from Wales, we're going to bring you two... Two exclusive TalkSport interviews. People who no one else got to speak to in an extended format over the weekend. Later in the hour, we're going to be hearing from Bianca Belair, the women's champion. And before that, Seamus. Spoken to ahead of the event, lost to Gunter, spoiler alert, in his bout for the IC title. But a brilliant performance from him. And I still believe he'll claim that, maybe even here on British or Irish soil. Plus, I'll do a little recap of what we saw from the weekend at the end of the show. This is Talk Wrestling on Talk Sport 2. As I say, two exclusive interviews coming up over the course of this hour, and we'll kick things off with the man himself, Sheamus. So close to being a Grand Slam champion, having held every title in WWE, bar the Intercontinental, and also having been Mr. Money in the Bank, King of the Ring, and a Royal Rumble winner. Well, ahead of the event on Saturday, our very own Alex McCarthy caught up with him alongside Kenny from Inside the Ropes. Welcome back to Talk Wrestling. What a weekend it's already been with Clash at the Castle. We've been here in Cardiff all weekend speaking to WWE superstars, but one of our favourites has joined us after the break. Seamus, how are you doing, brother? How's it going, man? Uh, I'm still waking up. <laughs> this jet lag is killing me. I don't know what's going on. I swear I, was, I swear I had a trip to bleed in Australia or something the way, I'm, the way it's been the last couple of days. I'm good, man. I'm great, you know? Uh, I'm just going to start winding up now for this match with Gunter, so everything's mm. just starting to fall into place. Did you enjoy some of... Cardiff's festivities last night? Not last night, no, Thursday night. Uh, I walked around and just took it in a bit. It's great crack, man. It's a great town. I was telling people the other day, it's like, uh, it's a it's a small city with a big heart, you know what I mean? Mm. We're here, like, based, obviously people can't see unless you tell them about it, but we're basically in the middle of a castle. 
in the middle of Cardiff. So it's good crack. I've been here before. I went to see Ireland play uh, Wales in the rugby years ago. I think when the Millennium Stadium was new, around I think maybe around 2004, mm. 2002, 2004. But great crack. People are people are deadly, and uh, they're super. They're super excited to be here. You know, man. It's like I was talking to a couple of guys and girls the other day about, and they 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 reckon it feels as big, if not bigger, than WrestleMania. The way this this city has taken all of us into their, you know, into their hearts. You know what I mean? I'm hoping it's going to be an annual thing. Uh, yeah, me too. I think it's great. I mean, I don't see why not. This year, Cardiff, maybe next year, you know, Dublin, we've Crow Park there, and then there's also <laughs> there's Glasgow, you know, and then obviously there's London as well, then there's the, the Midlands of England. There's so, there's so, I mean, we're doing these shows in Saudi Arabia. I think the thing before was the fact that the Saudi shows in American time were on so early, but yeah. people are still watching, you know? Doesn't have, doesn't, the show doesn't have to air in the US at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. Like, people are watching at 1 p.m., and it's. I think that's the. I think that's the new format. Now I'm hoping that we're here every year. I was going to ask you. You know, Triple H said yesterday that one of the things he's looking to do is restore the prestige of the IC title. Is that important to you that he's choosing to sort of bring that back? You know, it's going to be the first time it's defended on pay per view since WrestleMania last year. That's mental. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was the last time it was defended. Um, look, I've always held the IC title in high prestige. It's to me, it's what brings me back to my childhood. The first title I watched as a kid. It's the one title I haven't won in WWE, which is kind of ironic. Um, and uh, I just, you know, as I said, for me, it's it's the one missing trophy from my cabinet. So, like, Gunter's got it. I feel bad for him because I'm just going to bleed and run through him like a bleeding train or 39 <laughs> bus going down uh, going down an Avon Road in Dublin. But, um, no, for me, it's, uh, you know, it's always been prestigious. It's just, you know, it just hasn't had the opportunity to shine. But trust me, Tonight it's going to shine. Tonight, my my opinion is people's main events. It's one everyone's been talking about, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to put it back in its former glory, mate. When I put it around my waist, <laughs> uh, how long have you had your eyes on Gunther? Like, because of course he's been making moves in Europe for a long time, and he's been in WWE making records in the NXT brands. And I think people, this is why people are so excited. Like, you're two hard hitting blokes. Just watching what you and Drew did together, that that magic, getting that on another scale with Gunther. I think that's what's got everyone pumped. Yeah, look, for me, it's obvious the way my style, very hard hitting, very physical. I love it. Like, I probably knocked years off Drew's career, to be honest, with those <laughs> matches that we had. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, with Gunter, it's another one as well. There's been a lot of hype about him, but uh, he's got to wrestle a lot of smaller lads as well. No offense to the smaller lads, but, like, you know, he's in there with someone is, is big, actually bigger than he is. So, I'm going to bring the fight to him. He better be ready, man. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to it, mate. You know, it's another... I've had banger after banger after banger since we've been locked down in the, the Thunderdome. And that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be another banger today. People aren't going to... I mean, the physicality is going to be insane. I can't wait. Mm. You know, so you've been with WB for years and years and years now, and you still feel hey, it's fresh. It's not that long, mate. How <laughs> <laughs> do you think I am, fella? Huh? Um, talking about me like I'm Ric Flair or something. <laughs> not 70, you know what I mean? I was about to give you the compliment after that, but you know, you, but you still feel fresh. There's a lot of wrestlers who maybe wouldn't feel as fresh after this long. Would, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay fresh when you've been around since, like, 09? You just stay motivated, man. You have to have the passion, you know. I'm not going to lie. There's been times in my career where I felt I've lost that a little bit. Um, when I started tagging with uh, Cesaro, Claudio, uh, I got a lot of that back when we did the bar. Um, I learned an awful lot from him, too, and just being in the ring with him, too, and tagging with him was was great for me, you know. Um, but, uh, look, the thing is, dude, like, I think Celtic Warrior workouts is another thing that definitely 
helped my longevity. Like I've done so many different workouts with so many, so much, so many different talent and even people outside the business. Um, I was just, by the way, it's coming back because of a bit of a cheap look here, but it's coming back in a couple of weeks. I just filmed four back to back workouts uh, last weekend. I was absolutely knackered. Any teasers who's involved? No, no, you'll find out. Oh, right. find out. I, can't, I don't think I'm allowed to give any teasers, but it was great. It was awesome. And that going forward, that's what we're going to do. But I learned an awful lot from it. And I also learned a lot about, like, I was lifting heavy for quite a long time. I was definitely starting to have wear and tear on my back and my neck and everything and my legs. So I just started training smarter now as well um drop my ego and you know just doing a lot more uh movements and stretches and dynamic stretches that basically have kept my body loose you know so that's the key as well but i think ultimately the key is just to stay motivated and stay hungry and that's that's your today is an accumulation of all that with walter like the fact that you know today here in cardiff a stone throws away from dublin that you know i'm going to become the first ever ultimate Grand Slam champion in WWE it's, it's awesome man and I'll be straight back to Dublin on Aer Lingus flight to celebrate <laughs> to celebrate with everyone in Dublin <laughs> you mentioned Claudio when you see him win the Ring of Honor title did you have a little phone call or oh you came, came to the house you came to well that, really? when he won I texted him but then uh, during the SummerSlam weekend uh, he came to the gaff and um, I actually put a picture of him uh, with the dogs because uh, he's he, he's got he loves he had two cats he lost one but he's a huge fan. Like those cats love animals. It's like mm. me. I'm, I'm a dog person. But yeah, he comes over. We talk all the time. Uh, he's my best mate. You know what I mean? Um, him, uh, Miro, and Drew would be the lads I talk to the most. You know what I mean? And then, of course, Pete. And uh, Let's talk about Pete. Pete's sake. Let's talk about Butch and Ridge, you know? Uh, they're another two lads who definitely, you know, I'm very impressed with. And I've loved taking under my wing. And have got a great potential here in the WWE. Um, I want to talk about them because you know, they're just as part, much part of this group and this journey as anybody else. Like Butch um, has done an awful lot in, in NXT UK, the title. You know, he's very, I think he's way ahead of his time. Mm. He's super smart. He's only young. People forget he's only about 28. But like he's, he's definitely got an old like, head and his shoulders. And his stuff is very unique. Ridge is a great lad too. Um, he's been unlucky in the beginning. Had some, you know, the whole thing people talk about with E that was you know he's come out and even said it too it was like it was nobody's fault you know it was one of these things that happened but you know it's hard for a man a fella to come in there like that you know in the baptism of fire you know and especially in the early days like especially for both of those guys you know people don't realise that when we're in there wrestling you know we have a time we, we get allocated a certain amount of time and mm-hmm. the, the first couple of weeks they were losing time every week you know so now you're in there brand new and like your time's getting cut and you know your you know your stuff happens and they get, they weren't getting a fair crack at the whip you know and hopefully now I know it's now like we're getting more matches are getting more time in the last couple of weeks and they're getting a chance to, to show what they can do and I'm telling you that they they both have a long career ahead of them both yeah. are great lads that I love working with and they keep me young too man they keep me on my toes had, had your own stable been like a long time coming do you think did you kind of pick these people how did it happen Uh so initially I saw Ridge I thought like we had a very 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 similar vibe um, what we were wearing you know what I mean so I guess it was an easy fix for them to put me and Ridge together and again he's such an easy going lad to get on with you know mm. what I mean he's sound as a pound and then uh, Butch came in then you know they are looking for a way to get Butch in and you know, Butch just kind of adopted that look and, and came in as a wild man picked up the picked up the gimmick and character very very quickly yeah. uh, and just ran with it and people love him man people absolutely love him they just think He's very entertaining to watch. He's got abundance of energy. 
and I don't know how he doesn't blow up quicker than he does. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I mean, I need to ask you about your, your old theme song because everybody always talks about. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, I think people think it's called Lobsterhead, but it was just called written <laughs> in my face. But you know, I mean, do you think that could ever? Make, I mean, because people this weekend are talking about will Drew bring back Broken Dreams for mm. a one-off? Could we see uh, Lobsterhead make its return? Uh, I definitely would love to bring that song back. Before uh, I know it was it was it was stopped. They weren't going to let me have it because uh, it was passed. But it's amazing what a song can do, or entrance music can do, to bring people back into that nostalgia vibe. I definitely will keep pushing to have that song back, um, and uh, it's something that I haven't given up on. But I think there'll be a time and place for that to come back. I think I do. It'll be massive, and I'll be I'll be getting I'll be buzzed I'll be buzzing off it too because. Like that just brings back so many memories at the beginning of my career, and for fans too as well. So, yeah, it's cool. I don't know. It's Do you think that's like a babyface song, maybe. I don't know. It's just a song I like, man. A song that, that just you know, it's part of my entrance. I wanted to bring it back when I came, when I brought the old hair, the old look back. Mm. So, reason I wanted to change the music when I had the mohawk because it's a completely different look, kind of a different character. And then when I came back, the idea was to bring back the old music, but it just certain things you can get by you know but certain <laughs> things get, get knocked back you know but I haven't given up hope and I think when it happens it'll happen I think it'll be awesome you've been quite lucky though because all your tunes have been bangers mm. no one that lucky well I didn't write any of them so <laughs> I, can't, I can't take credit for them you know have you seen uh, obviously NXT Europe is uh, on the come up next year that's going to be kind of replacing NXT UK so a lot of the European stars on the roster like I was speaking to Drew yesterday he obviously he didn't get to get to NXT UK or is that something that would interest you uh, at some point? I'd definitely be involved, absolutely. Any chance as well I can get to come back home is great. I feel like 15 years in the States, is it? Uh, yeah, about 15 years in America. Um, and I just, you know, the first major portion of my career, been very focused about everything that's going on. I didn't really get home much. I remember even the beginning of my career, like going back for visas and stuff, I try and get back to the US as quickly as possible. But definitely want to get home more. The older I get, the more, you know, I miss my dad, my ma, you know what I mean, my family and um, and everybody at home. So I'm just, you know, if there's a European thing there, I'd love to be a part of it. Obviously help all the talent, mm. help the, the promotion get off the ground. I'm sure Finn's like this, Finn feels the same way, Drew feels the same way. And I'm sure, uh, you know, Butch and Luke uh, feels the same way as Butch and Rich. Well, I really need some more coffee, Joe. <laughs> Joe's over there it's looking a lot. at me. It's a lot. Can I say the real names? <laughs> uh, but um, no, but like, honestly, I, I think to get them off the ground, to help them back, and then obviously to get home a lot more as well would be great for me. That would be like a perfect scenario. Also, there's probably a European Championship there going to be there, so I'd love to get my hands oh. on that too. Oh. <laughs> Bring back the old, old uh, European title. Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. Yeah, listening to Talk Wrestling here on Talk Sport 2, right now in the midst of our exclusive conversation with Seamus. And up next, Al asks him, when he is done with his career, does he think he'll stay in America or return to the British and Irish Isles? I think I'll bounce back and forth, to be honest. I think I do, like, a bit a bit over there, a bit over here, you know? Like, I don't think I'll ever move back fully, mm. but I will definitely will share my time between between Ireland and the US. Have you got like an eye on the clock? Do you, do you, how long do you think you've got in the ring? I mean, listen, until the legs fall off, dude. You, know, <laughs> uh, you did amazing to come back right in 2019. Obviously, there were reports at the time like that you had such a serious injury. And as you say, you've come back banger after banger. Could argue, best stretch of your career. Um, 
so people don't yeah. want it to end <laughs> well I hope so you know what I mean like there was a time there when I was a baby face where people were sick of looking at me back in 2012 <laughs> big the, the, the redhead the ginger haired John Cena they were calling me and all this <laughs> weird stuff it didn't make any sense but uh, no look listen as long as I can go out there as long as people want to you know get excited to see the Celtic Warrior go out there I'll just keep going as long as possible I mean I, I, I feel like I've got another at least another eight years in me at least at least another eight years yeah <laughs> How is it, you know, the, the buzz, one of the big buzzes this weekend is the Triple H regime, the Triple H era. You did the big interview with Ariel Hawani yesterday. How has it been for you? Because obviously you worked with him at the beginning of your career in the main roster. What's it like working with him now, kind of behind the scenes? Yeah, when I first started, like, he helped me out a lot. And that was thanks to William Regal, because Regal was close to him. But, like, you know, I just wanted to learn. I wanted to get good really fast. I knew I had a lot of stuff to work on. And Regal introduced me. I mean, like, Triple H helped me out a lot. When I went on the first tour, I went to Australia. I just debuted on ECW. And, uh, you know, he went, hey, come on, let's go to the gym, you know what I mean? And just because I didn't really know anyone on the roster. Of course, that turned into a whole thing that uh, I was Triple H's boy and we were workout <laughs> partners and, you know, all this, uh, you know, I'm just like, you know, just a big lead in Lick Harris and all that. But <laughs> now you look at it, now you look at it like everybody in NXT is involved with Triple H, you know mm. what I mean? So it's just, it's kind of gone that far. But I think I was the first one, I'm not to be arrogant about this, but maybe I think feel like at the time I was kind of one of the first guys that Triple H took as a project to help him come up to speed and then if you look at it now he's got the whole the whole of NXT and NXT UK under his wing so from there I think he just you know that kind of like from there he just started like uh, mentoring so many other people so many other talent uh, for, from from NXT let's finish on a couple of uh, quick fire yeah, 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 questions my friend I wish I was a little bit before I fired up you know yeah. <laughs> I, just got me, I just got my first good night's sleep could you believe it or not so I'm just trying to he's ready you know, You're doing yeah, yeah I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready are you a rock or an Austin guy I'm an Austin guy for Ooh. sure actually we met him not so long ago he came to a show in Nevada Reno Nevada it was awesome he sat there at the at the at the monitor watched all the matches wow. gave everybody uh, you know feedback and was just, just the sound man here you are one of the, 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 the probably the greatest and biggest superstar in the history of our, our business and he's just sitting there chilling talking to everybody no ego no just nothing just just there like just sound man just absolutely sound like come up to everybody talk to everybody chant to everybody he's one of the coolest people I've ever met and as I said I'm on the back of like when people think of WWE, they think of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Still, you know, yeah, exactly, right. So and there he is, like, just taking his time to talk to people, like. So um, also on top of that, I remember at WrestleMania in Dallas. I think it was WrestleMania 32. Uh, he asked me for what, to have one of his IPAs. I think I drank them all. So <laughs> I, th I think he was angry at me for a while. Last time he ever invited me for to drink some of his beer. <laughs> What's the hardest you've been hit in the ring? Oh man, I think. I've hit hard quite a few times, actually. <laughs> I think uh, Drew's hit me hard. Drew uh, that won the Claymores during the, the pandemic. I'm pretty sure I just got knocked out with that, that Claymore at the end. So they were so the the back about the crowd and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had to because there was no fans there. So the camera shots were basically just on the talent. Mm. So, you know, now there's crowd shots, whatever, with the stuff going on in the ring. But back then, it was like, that's what I think, that's why I thrived in there because my physicality and intensity was just, better than anybody's um, and it was more it highlighted more because of the fact that the camera was only on the two guys in there mm. so yeah Drew got me back I'm, I'm pretty sure I caught him a couple of times <laughs> Cesaro as well caught me one time one of those uppercuts in the corner 
and I remember I had nearly bounced off the back of the turnbuckle. I'm trying to think who else has hit me pretty hard. Oh, almost clothesline me at the uh, Money in the Bank. I was trying to rile him up, you know, because like <laughs> I was trying to rile this, this. And then I remember he clotheslined me in the in the face so hard. I was lying on the ground. This is the beginning of the match. Just the, the, the Money in the Bank ladder match just happened. And Riddle is lying beside me. And he goes, bro, what are you doing? He's a giant. <laughs> I was like, you're right, he is a giant. What am I thinking? I'm an idiot. He's <laughs> just like there. Riddle's just stop, stop firing this guy up. He's a giant. <laughs> what's, the, what's the most tired you've been in a match, man? Has anyone blown you up? Well, probably today, mate, after. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, has anyone blown me up? Christian blew me up for sure. Christian has blown everybody up. Yeah, yeah. He blew up, uh, I remember one time he blew up uh, Harry Smith, and Harry Smith's well known for his cardio. But we were doing these matches, and even after like going on a loop of, uh, of, of matches for a European tour, he just doesn't stop, man. He's just like a cardio machine, Christian. Mm. So yeah, he's the one guy who's blown me up. What about someone you learned the most from traveling or riding with? Regal, absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. William Regal. I, didn't, I learned a lot the most of... As a producer-wise, Fifth Finley, without a doubt, was uh, my biggest inspiration. I've learned so much from him. But Regal, for sure. William Regal, I learned so much. He, he tra- I traveled with him. I drove him everywhere. Uh, we, we drove everywhere. Like We went from town to town, and he consistently gave me feedback on the matches, and he just talked to me. And Yeah, mate. I, and I feel bad, too, because I haven't stayed in touch with Willie. You know what I mean? Uh, because you know, in this business, sometimes just time moves differently, and you're always on the go. But Regal, without a doubt, was was a huge help to the beginning of my career. And finally, I know a bit about your backstory in terms of jobs you had before wrestling. Don't ask me that, Bono. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. In the last thirty years, listen, I worked in a club that he came into, and they t- had me take care of him. What was, what was your uh, last one? What was the last job before you finally said, you know what, I can do wrestling full time? I was working in IT actually, and, and I was actually working the door as well. I've always had about two or three jobs. I've always been that kind of way, um, mm. and I've like a. You know, my whole goal when I got back, I went over in 2002 to states to learn how to wrestle. That didn't work out, so I came back for a while. And I just my next goal then was to buy a house. Well, you know, if anyone knows the housing market, which is madness now, was also <laughs> madness in 05. So I was trying to get a gaff. Um, but I remember that the the one thing like I'd already met Brett. I'd gone over to states. I got hurt, a little bit hurt, and then I couldn't get back to, to finish the training. And then, you know, my dad was like, you got to get back in and sort yourself out and get a job and stuff. So I got back into IT, but I was also working at door. I remember waking up one morning, and I had that, remember, uh, my sacrifice packages that were on uh, before, in between every, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Smackdown on a Saturday morning on Sky, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, watching that, and then I had the Edge one. Um, and I remember, like, just, like, it just got, I don't know what it was, I woke up, I just, it, that came on, I just, it just something clicked on my head, I gotta go back and give this another try. I didn't give this a fair whack uh, the first time, so I just like, you know, I'm gonna go back and do this again. But Bret Hart, I met first, he was the one who gave me advice, but look, I've always been a fan of WWE, loved it, and I think it was always in my calling to do it, and it just, it was just a matter of how I got there and when I got there. Well, thanks to my no, where's yeah yeah my sacrifice Creed of all, of all oh, bands thank god you didn't no one even listens to Creed now I remember back in the day Creed was cool uh, oh the Creed no, no, no one will admit they ever listen to Creed now it's like uh, Nickelback you know what I mean not that I ever listened to Nickelback but people were like uh, no one will admit this. or Limp Bizkit no one will admit they listen to these bands now back in the day well, uh, where's, 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 the, where's the sports questions don't mind you all these grants where's the, where's the sports questions well, you, want, you want Liverpool questions let's go you want? Who, who should you be signing mate who's, who's the midfield solution for Liverpool I don't know they fought, they signed, signed this guy what's his name Arthur Mello 
Arthur, he sounds like he should be playing the character <laughs> on uh, Downton Abbey. <laughs> how's he going to play? In, how's he Italian? Is he Italian? I, he's Brazilian, I think. Brazilian, with, come a, from Brazilian with a yeah, yeah. With English name. Um, <laughs> he's a stop guy, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Like, listen, I watched the game the other day and, like, definitely in midfield. I, dude, uh, I'm drawing a blank here, but Harry. Harvey uh, Elliott? Brilliant! Mm. What a player! Like he's not the same type of player as Jared, but he's going to be just—he's going to have such a—he's going to have as—I think he's going to have as a massive influence on the team as Jared did. He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He never stopped. I met his dad actually. Uh, Rob Glover is a friend of mine and a really good friend of mine, and you know he brought—he got me tickets to the game. He went, um, and I went up, you know, and basically I met Harry his dad in the stands. You know what I mean? Mm. So it was. He's a great lad and like the, the unbelievable talent, like unbelievable drive. He just never stopped. I mean, look, whatever they say about the beginning of the season, I think it's very obvious. I know, look, I miss Mane for sure. Mm. But let's be honest, right? He's building for the future. Like he's looking for the future. He's bringing these new players in. Are they going to all gel and click? Some of them will, but some of them will take longer than that. Even Carvalho is playing great. You know, getting that goal at the last minute. And that's yeah. another thing. They kept playing until the 97th minute. They kept pushing. They didn't put their heads down. They just kept pushing for that win. And they deserved it at the end. They did deserve so, it. So, uh, I'm not worried about this season at all. I think it's I think it's going to be a good one. I think uh, regardless of ever, we're going to come out to the other side. As long as Nunes just stops headbutting people, I think we'll be around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't why he, he was rowed. He was rowed. He, he needs to be careful now because they're all going to be trying yeah, to exactly. like, egg him on now, you know? Have you got a favourite fighter, uh, either boxing or UFC, like ever? Uh, Paddy Pimlet, you like him? Yeah, Liverpool lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. I've been talking them back and forth. I watched his fight there a couple of weeks ago, and um, he just hit me up like just messaged each other now and again. But he's doing dead. He's got a lot of charisma. Yeah, <laughs> good old good old scouser, you know. Um, doing great. So yeah, I think he's gonna. He's got a lot of charisma, man. It's like he definitely stands out from everybody else. So as long as he keeps doing it, keeps his head, I think yeah, he's gonna have a great career. Well, speaking of great things, yourself. Gunther tonight in front of like what 70,000 ish people in the Principality Stadium. It's going to be magical, man, for the IC title. Wishing you nothing but the best. I can't wait, mate. I really am. I'm pumped about this. Like, it's as I said, like, it's it's been a hell of a road, but like, here we are. We missed out in SummerSlam because me and Drew had that match. Mania was like, for us, was a joke. I think we all got about like five minutes or something mm. and we got bumped on the first night. So, this is my WrestleMania tonight. This is our WrestleMania tonight, for especially for me, because not just annoying this mate. You know, also, you've got Butch and Ridge there, you know, who'll be by my side. So if that Ludwig lad starts any any shenanigans and stuff, the two boys will just take him out, <laughs> kick his arse up and down the aisle. But uh, no, this is it for me. This is my WrestleMania. This is the one title that's eluded me my entire career. It's the one piece missing for me to become the first ever Ultimate Grand Slam champion. I'm, I'm going straight to Dublin after the show, going to London Heathrow, and flying back to Dublin for a couple of days. So. This will be the icing on the cake for me. I want to see some pictures celebrating in Dublin. Oh, there'll, be loads, there'll be loads of them. That's what I want. A couple of Guinness or probably so. Get censored. I'll probably get censored <laughs> yeah. on, on Instagram. <laughs> Either way, thank you very much to Seamus for joining us here on TalkSport today, ahead of Clash at the Castle tonight. Uh, you almost said Clash at the Castle, didn't you? I know, you? I know. But That's I, one I, I've been saying. I've said a couple of times. <laughs> or in the castle. Everyone Clash at the right. castle, not in the castle. There yeah. you go. I'll start just saying Clash, because I keep getting it wrong. Yeah. Clash is good, yeah. I mean, we would not believe the amount of times I had to redo some of those promo <laughs> videos. Like I said, but then the hashtag at the castle. castle. So uh, is it the hashtags WB Castle? So you got to remember that. Is that right? right? I don't do the hashtag thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much for me. After the break, Bianca Blair.
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Welcome back to Talk Wrestling here on Talks. What we've got our final guest of the hour. I've already given her the introduction, but it is the Raw Women's Champion. Bianca Valera is in the house with myself and Kenny. Bianca, how are you? I am good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Just happy to be here in Cardiff, Wales. Show day, right? Show day. How do you feel about those stadium shows? Do you love them? I love the stadium shows. It always has like this big match feel, this mm. big, sh- like it's just so much great energy. I was just in the stadium yesterday um, and looking at the whole setup, I'm like, I'm just, I just want to do my entrance. There's so much anticipation building up. I want to do my entrance and be out there in front of the crowd. I was, uh, I was there at SummerSlam, and when you had that, you know, that match with Becky, which was phenomenal. Thank you. So good. Um, because you know the WrestleMania match was so good, that people were like, "How are they gonna?" And then it was, you topped it again. But then, not only that, we've got Bailey, we've got mm-hmm. Dakota Kai, and Io Sky coming out. Um, I mean, that must have been a cool moment that you're like, they, these people don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was really cool. And, I mean, SummerSlam, for one, was in my hometown. Mm-hmm. So I was, it, was, it was like already felt special. It was so much history behind SummerSlam with the whole year-long build with Becky Lynch and I. And us trying to top our WrestleMania match was one thing. Mm. Um, and then afterwards, I'm like, okay, we did it. And then when Bailey came out, and I was like... Oh, I heard the crowd. I'm like, okay, this is going to get good. And then, you know, and then EO comes out and then Dakota comes out. And it was just as much as everyone else was like 
surprised and loved it. I felt the same way. It's like pictures of me with my facial expressions. Like, it's really, truly how I felt in the moment. Um, very excited for them to come back. You know, Bailey and I have unfinished business. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was going to go the way that it's going right now with the, with the three of them now teaming up on me. And I had to find two amazing partners, Oscar and Alexa. But it's going to be exciting tonight, and we'll, we'll see what happens. You were saying there again about some of the stories you've had already, like, really crazy career like you know the history of Sasha and then the stories you had with Bailey kind of as you came onto the main roster but this Becky story I guess is is the one that is going to live really long in a lot of people's memories I I was there at Mania with Kenny blew the roof off right that match (laughs) Uh, I guess like because making your way back to that match after the original SummerSlam match Mm -hmm. right like and I know how things change so quick in WWE and you never quite know where you're going to but just how satisfying was it to get to the end of the road Ooh, so satisfying. It was a long road, um, a very long, unpredictable road. Um, you know, even from SummerSlam, the 26-second SummerSlam, mm. very unpredictable, out of nowhere. Uh, so like you said, you never know where things are going to go. So for us to be able to get back to it at WrestleMania, then get back to it again at SummerSlam, uh, I feel like that's something that isn't really done a whole lot, uh, for especially for like the women and our feuds. And so to be able to do that with Becky Lynch and to have this memorable feud with her um, and be able to bring it back full circle to where now it started with the handshake, it ended with the handshake, uh, the whole redemption story for me to be able to walk out with the title again after losing it in such a... Ooh, controversial way. Uh, it was very, very, very satisfying. Um, just so many emotions that I had throughout the whole entire year. But to be able to walk out and have a title on my shoulder uh, means everything to you, me. You must have really bonded with Becky during this kind of story too, right? I'm sorry? You must have really bonded with Becky oh. during the story too. I did. I did. You know, Becky Lynch, she's an amazing person inside the ring, outside the ring. No other, per- no other better person to learn from. I mean, I feel like I've had so much growth uh, just by working with her and she's she's helped me tremendously even through the whole story of you know at first 26 seconds everyone's like oh your momentum is completely gone and actually Becky Lynch has made me a bigger superstar uh you know Becky is someone who she shows up she shows out she steps in she stands up no matter you know Mm -hmm. what's on the line and she makes sure that you know women are at the forefront of everything and make sure this titles are always represented no matter what um and I've I've learned so much from her inside and outside the ring and I've definitely bonded with her Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's go back a little bit to that 26 seconds SummerSlam match. There's a lot of wrestlers who maybe uh, would feel demotivated or or who wouldn't be able to pick themselves up as quickly. But how did you, that day, you find out, right, it's 26 seconds, Becky's winning the title. How do you process all of that and move forward? Because it was so late, wasn't it? Yeah, very late and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, it was very last minute, um, very just um, unpredictable, you know, but that's how WWE is. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it was very hard to process, like even after the match was over and, and having to figure out, OK, where do I go from here? You know, you, you go and you main event WrestleMania and, and mm-hmm. you're the champion and then you win an ESPY and you're like, OK, I did everything right. But it didn't work out. So what what do I do do now? And so mm-hmm. to be able to um, be in the business with my husband, who can understand the ins and outs of the ups and the downs, and I feel like I was really able to rely on him, and we always are able to vent to each other and mm-hmm. validate each other's mm-hmm. feelings. But then we're like, okay, 
we have to move forward. And how do we move forward? What is the perspective here? And so my husband helped me a lot. John Cena was there at SummerSlam. We had an amazing conversation about, you know, perspective and, you know, mentally and your mindset and where do you go from here and gave me a whole, a whole lot of other examples of how, like, this isn't the end. And so I'm always just so very um, grateful for John Cena, his words, his words of wisdom and the gems that he gave me that night. I'm glad you mentioned Cena. Uh, speaking of Hollywood, uh, <laughs> see, I'm good at this. I am. Look at right. our transition. Uh, <laughs> w- <laughs> WNE, right? They signed you. Um, you looking at big screen stuff, huh? <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a person where I like to do everything, and you know, I, I want to be as big as possible. But the main goal is always to bring as many eyes to WWE. Mm. You know, it was a time where I never imagined myself being a WWE superstar, and now I am, and I can't imagine myself being anything other than a WWE. Superstar, um, but I want to do I want to do everything. Like I'm always talking about how I want to be the best version of myself. Yeah. So I'm excited for all the possibilities in the future. I'm excited for um, some things that are brewing that I'm really excited for to happen in the future. Uh, but right now I'm, I'm Raw Women's Champion. I'm, I'm still honing my craft. I'm new. It's, I'm just getting started. But it's um, exciting to know what the future has to hold and the possibilities. And, you know, maybe one day, dream come true, I can be in a movie with The Rock or John Cena. There you Who go. Knows? There it is. <laughs> Set those goals. Yeah. Um, I want to say, I mean, this may be a strange question, but at SummerSlam when you and Becky came out, the level of gear that you guys had was <laughs> like... Just you know, put everybody to shame <laughs> with you. I mean, it was like watching you know somebody walk down RuPaul's Drag Race runway or something. It was it was wild. How important has that been? You know, for for you to make that a part of the experience for people when they watch you. That's everything for me. You know, me. I make my I make and sew my own gear. It's a huge part of who I am. Uh, it's a way of me expert like bringing my creativity, using my talents. It's a. Uh, it's it's really cool to be able to like look at my action figure and look at the video games and like that's the gear I made but it's a it's a it's the pageantry right it's the showmanship it's a part of the show it's a part of who you are uh, so I I love coming out there and for, for the crowd to be excited to see like what type of match we're gonna have and if we're gonna show up and show up but also be excited to see like okay what is Bianca Belair gonna be wearing like <laughs> I want to <laughs> mix in fashion with with WWE and it's been a long term goal of mine and I want to continue to to go with that you know and and people be excited I, that, I, that's been my thing since CrossFit you know that's really what got me into WWE was um, I was wearing these big elaborate outfits to go do CrossFit and it became this thing of what is Bianca Belair gonna wear to the, this CrossFit show so I've carried it over into WWE and you know I want that to be a part of who I am um, you know just Bianca Belair has amazing gear and I make it myself <laughs> it's a slightly left field question but I, I really loved it when you picked up Otis <laughs> right? I need to know uh, like it, did you rehearse like whose idea um, did you pick him up first time live or what was the deal there it, that was so I was so nervous <laughs> yes. for oh my goodness I was so nervous for that whole entire obstacle course like more nervous than I would have been for uh, like a Wrestle, Wrestlemania match because it's live TV I was jumping hurdles yeah. I'm supposed to be the EST what I'm, 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 what if I trip like what, what do I do now how do how do I fix this I can't be the EST anymore I have to just go away and come back as something new and then having to pick up Otis I'm like what yeah, oh, okay like I know I'm the EST. It's like people come to me with ideas all the time. Like, you can do it. I'm like, you think I can do that? You know? <laughs> but it was a thing of like, um, my adrenaline was just pumping. I'm like, I have to do it. I'm the strongest. This is the way, this is the way yeah. that I have to show that I'm the strongest and I'm, I'm new and I'm new on the scene. And um, that was fun. But 
Otis is not a light guy. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things about you know being in WWE is you know the fa- the fans can sort of uh, decide on the night who they like, who they don't like, but the fans have been behind you the whole time, yeah. and that's a very rare thing. You know, ask John Cena for for years, he would get half booze, half cheers. Mm-hmm. You know, do you ever think about that? The fact that the fans are still behind you? Do you sort of take sort of pride in the fact that they are continuing to be behind you? Yeah, you know, it's, it, I think it's something very special. And I think what actually helped me a lot was, ironically, the 26 seconds uh, <laughs> at SummerSlam. And I really saw the fans rally behind me. And through that, I just wanted to be inspiration for people. Like, listen, you can do every try to do everything right in life, and bad things will happen. But you don't give up. You just keep you just keep going and keep pushing through. Um, and for me, I think my main goal is always to try to make people feel something. I don't want to be like the type of person where people look at my legacy or they, they're like they're just watching me do amazing feats of strength and, and winning titles but I want it to be where they remember how I make them feel mm. and so maybe you know that's what it is like I'm always just focused on trying to make people feel something and connecting with people but it's 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 hard I never I, like it's, it's I'm like I hope they continue to keep riding behind me and give me the EST <laughs> chance I just go out there and just try to be me and that's all I can do like that's the greatest gift that I can give people is just being unapologetically me and they're either going to love it or not. And I just want to give that message to everyone else. Like, being you is simply enough. And, you know, people are, are going to... That's infectious, and people are going to love that. we got we got a couple before we get into a little bit of quick fire. Oh, yeah, I'm not good at quick fires, <laughs> but... Okay. I mean, obviously, you've got the team tonight to take on <laughs> Bailey's team, right? Yes. Um, but you haven't seen that many stables in the women's division down the years. So it looks mm-hmm. like maybe we could get some groups now. If you had your say, or you know, if you could put together a little stable, uh, is there anyone you'd really love to team up with and tell some stories? If I could put together a stable um, with the women's division that we have now, it's rough because we have so many amazing women. Mm. But I think I would have the strongest stable mm. with me, Rhea Ripley, Oof. and Raquel. Send <laughs> the money now. Who, 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 who can take that down, right? Who can take that down? I was going to ask you. I, I, we've talked before. You know, you've talked about the, the match with Sasha at WrestleMania so many times, and you know how big that was. And you know, it was two women of color in the main event. You know, there was so much stuff going on in the real world. You know, we saw New Day with the BLM stuff on. Your know, Black Lives Matter was. Was that more important for you that, you know, all this sort of bad stuff's going on and you're able to have such a positive moment for the community? I mean, that's being in WWE, our main goal is always to put smiles on our fans' faces. And especially during the time with so much going on and the pandemic going on, um, that was our main goal every single time we stepped out there was to give people an escape, um, you know, put a smile on their face. But also, you know, anytime that we can go in there and make history and have moments that mean that are bigger than us, and that have a, a huge significance too. I mean, the first time two black females are main event in WrestleMania, um, that's something that's just unprecedented and it's going to go down in the history books and it's going to um, inspire people for generations and generations and generations to come. But, you know, just that moment in itself and me getting so emotional in the, in the beginning of that match just shows how much that meant to me, um, that meant to the both of us and hearing people say like, man, I haven't cried in a while, but I was crying with you. It just shows like how how connected everyone was to that, and I think that had a lot to do with it being unprecedented, us making history, but also having to do with a lot of what was going on in the world at that time. And we sneakily saw how much it meant to Sasha after as well. <laughs> so you know, even in defeat. Uh, 
quick fire time. You ready? Oh, let's try. Right. Well, I put a time fire. limit on yeah. my mind goes blank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very indecisive. Are you uh, a rock or a stone cold guy? Ah, see, you start with that one. <laughs> Both. Um, mm. my, but you know. <laughs> My husband's a huge, 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 huge rock fan. Um, and I've I know heard, I liked him. I've heard so many stories of my husband like growing up and watching the rock. And my brother was a huge rock fan. But my brother also had um, a Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, like this small poster in his room that he won from, from the fair. So it's hard for me to choose. That this isn't rapid fire, sorry. Yeah, it doesn't need to be rapid. Yeah, it's so your answer is both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both. What about Trisha Leah? <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I, I literally just had an amazing moment with Trish uh, oh, yeah? in um, yeah, in Canada where, you know, Bailey yep. was being disrespectful like she always is. And I had to come in and have her back. So <laughs> I got to be in the ring with her, which was amazing. You know, the, the, the past and, and, and the, the future, get to meet in the ring together. I'm mm. all for those moments. What's the hardest you've been hit? The hardest I've been hit. Probably when uh, Becky with the big boots hit me in the eye at WrestleMania. Oh, I had a black yeah, eye. Yeah. I still have a little bit of that black eye. It's, it's like still a faint of it. So probably WrestleMania, Becky Lynch. What's the most tired you've been in a match? Has anybody got you blown up? Or? The most tired? SummerSlam. Really? This this past SummerSlam. Not the last one. Not the last one. The one in, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 well, in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I think it's because it was so hot and I wore denim. I, my gear was denim, so I was hot. You learned a lesson. I was that sweating. Day. I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> um, who have you learned the most, like riding with or traveling with? Um, well, I always travel with my husband and uh, and Angelo Dawkins, so I always travel with them. So we probably my husband like my husband's been there every step of the way ever since I got into NXT he was a person that encouraged me to wear the braids to stick with the braid and the ring and he's a person that's like gotten helped me play catch up on the history of WWE so definitely my husband speaking of the braid like do you have to kind of I imagine that you get asked to use it in matches and stuff like you have to (laughs) to make it keep it special I guess you only want to do it every now and again like is that a kind of a constant conversation that you're having about when to use it when not it's a push or pull um i definitely want to keep it special you know the hair whip i i only want to use it when i absolutely have to and i always want it to be like a surprise um and also too like my number one rule is don't touch my hair so <laughs> I only, you only see the hair whip when they use my hair over and over and over again and i want it to be where like people are actually afraid to go to it so we're not using it mm. all the time and I have so many other talents and abilities you know that i don't always have to resort to my hair but we're going to keep this thing special <laughs> <laughs> um you're not gonna have like a triple h moment one day and get rid of it are you <laughs> listen Just, Let's not talk about that right now. That's how I make my money. This is a part of who I am. We're not trying to get rid of this anytime soon. <laughs> what was um, the last job you had before you said, you know what, okay, I'm going to go for pro wrestling? I was actually working in Atlanta for a flavor company. I was selling flavor. flavors. Flavors. You don't realize that everything that you eat has flavors in it, from the potato chips, the barbecue flavors, from the proteins, the the chocolate, the vanillas, the strawberries, the muffins, the blueberry muffins. A lot of times, it's not the blueberries that give it the flavor. You put blueberry flavor in the muffin. So I was, in school right now. I was selling flavors. <laughs> What's the most popular flavor that's sold? Oh, I would say... Um, 
for like proteins, it was always like the chocolate and the vanillas for the proteins. That doesn't surprise me, Kenny. I've that, got makes to sense. that makes sense. That makes perfect <laughs> sense to me. Uh, good luck tonight in the Principality Stadium. Thank you. Six women tag. Uh, it's full of star power. I'm sure it's going to absolutely kill. With the roof closed, it's going to sound like absolutely amazing. The, yes. Is the roof closed? It's going to be closed. It's going to be closed. I'm excited about that because a lot of times in the stadium, the, the sound goes up and you, we can't hear the sound mm. a lot You can't of trust British weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, thank you very much for thank joining you. us here on Talk Wrestling. Uh, always a welcome guest. Can't wait to see you again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. The brilliant Bianca Belair speaking with our very own Alex McCarthy as part of Clash at the Castle weekend. What an event it was. Uh, we've been bringing you these interviews in our exclusive chat here on TalkSport 2, but keep an eye on the Fight Night podcast on the TalkSport network and we'll give you a full review of the show. Plus our weekly show coming out every Monday. We'll be reacting to AEW, Clash at the Castle and so much more as well. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you getting involved. As always, this has been Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.